Cash cats on the hills, red on the leaves. It's just a stone's throw from where he got in so far. Trash cats on the loose, trash cats on the Racial slurs out and all your uh, your cancelable vocabulary that you're so known for. Um, okay, let's uh, let's do it. Hey guys, welcome to the Trash Cat Podcast, uh, your favorite variety comedy podcast. I'm your host Cameron Donahoe. Uh, I'm with a lovely returning guest. Yeah, take a nice loud slurp for me, real quick, John. <laughs> Hi, it's it's John. It's John Kerry. How are you doing, John? Oh, it's good to be back. Um, yeah, it's good to have you back, man. Yeah, I, it's been a while. With the, it's been, yeah, it's been far too long. Agreed. Um, but welcome. Have you? Uh, you want to give us a fun fact about yourself, John, to just to refresh the listeners? I have six fingers on both of my feet. Mm, I thought you're going like a Princess Bride thing. <laughs> no. But, <laughs> no. <laughs> Regular hands. To like a, like a Dan Schneider wet dream type situation. <laughs> a Quentin um, Tarantino. Yeah, yeah. All those feet party. guys. Yeah. <laughs> Can, uh, th- this one goes out to all those feet lovers mm. out there. Uh, me and John's six-fingered feet. And they're not they're not toes. They're fingers no. specifically. It's very chimp-like, but also with nice. an extra digit. So it's weird Ooh. in two ways, you know? <laughs> Perfect. Nice and diverse. <laughs> You know, you don't want to stagnate your weirdness, you know? No, no. Keep it. Keep people guessing. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So today we're doing a Cues and Brews, um, where we drink the world's cheapest beers and ask the world's toughest questions. Side note, John, I'm not putting this in. We aren't drinking beer, but just act like we are. Oh, I'll, uh, you know me. I sound drunk and all the time. That is, that is the only redeeming quality about you. <laughs> um... So yeah, uh, let's let's get into some cues and brews, John. How do you feel about that? I feel excited. I feel thrilled. There's a, a tickling in my stomach. Um, good, good. I'm ready. I'm ready to give you a question. Um, this actually comes in from a listener, Triana, slash person who was previously on the podcast. Oh, Triana. And by the way, guys, if you want to give a like a recommendation for questions you want to hear on, see on, whatever, hear. However you experience not, this. Not see. If you're watching this podcast, you have some serious issues. Yes, I agree. You guys can email us at trashcatpodcast at gmail.com, as well as you can follow me at Cam Donahoe on Instagram and just DM me. Yeah. That'd be great. Any questions that you want to feel on this podcast, please reach out. Triana said, uh, what fictional food looks the tastiest to eat? Wow. In general? What fictional food? In general. Jesus. From what you've seen. I'm assuming off of like my go-to's are tv okay what i think just off the bat you got your krabby patty Ooh. you know like you know like the the episode where they like teach you how to make the krabby patty and like it shows that like pristine burger <laughs> like that like mcdonald's marketing style burger absolutely that just looks fantastic he like he like kisses he like tucks in the pickles with the cheese and like kisses yeah it. <laughs> he puts like the smiley faces yeah, on them that looks really yeah, fucking that's, good that's true it looks like it's made with care yeah. feels like uh spongebob enjoys his craft and i think they probably are all delicious. Dude, 
weirdly enough, this is kind of like a grotesque <laughs> imagery of the Krabby Patty. But like, you know, the episode where Squidward is just like shoving like thousands of Krabby Patties down his oh, yeah. gullet. Because it's the first time like he's the eating a Krabby Patty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like 90% thighs after eating those. I, I was weirdly that like, body type. that. I was like jealous of that man. I was like, he looks incredibly uncomfortable. And I was like, man, that sounds... Actually, it looks pretty great. I could go for 10,000 burgers. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, another Nickelodeon classic. Do you ever watch Jimmy Neutron? Yeah, of course. Um, the, the Purple Lurple, is that what it's called? The Purple Flurp. Flurp. The Purple Flurp. Oh, my God. That shit looked refreshing as fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, it always looked pretty thick to me, you know? Like, kind of like slurping <laughs> Dude, on That was the best jelly. part. Like, I was like, oh my god. Give me like a gelatin drink. I think yeah. I'd need like a tall glass of water with that, you know? Exactly. To chase it down. <laughs> just kind of cut that purple flurp a little bit. <laughs> gotta cut the flurp, baby. They were just drinking straight lean and Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, this is just fucking coating in their cup, dog. <laughs> Get a little They're of this very purple mellow. flurp, bro. <laughs> Uh, I think I have mine. Yeah, what is yours? Did you ever read like the Red Wall books back in the day? Yes, yes, I did. God, they'd always the food descriptions in those. The books, food actually was fantastic. It was the especially best since part. the characters in that book were like constantly starving, yeah. and so they would like whenever they ate food, they would be like losing their fucking minds <laughs> and like just chowing gluttonous. down on like a feast of food. Yeah. <laughs> It would always be like after eating, like I couldn't move for like multiple days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I actually just like recently reread Moss Flower, which is one of those books, and there was this description of just like, like just like a spring vegetable soup and like strawberry cordial, and it just oof, sounded refreshing as fuck. So yeah, I think I'm gonna go who with that. wrote those books? Something Martin? No, Brian Jacques. Brian Jacques, that's who it, did, it was. Yeah, he definitely could go off on some food descriptions. You, you definitely seem like a bit of a foodie. That man wanted to write a cookbook so bad, <laughs> but he just sucks at cooking. So he made an epic fantasy <laughs> that just is about characters who love to eat food. It's just C.S. Lewis meets Betty Crocker. <laughs> and it's the greatest combination of all time. <laughs> Y'all should read any of the Redwall books. I couldn't recommend them enough. I they're wildly violent. It's like if Disney made like a wildly violent film. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I'll tell you what. I I've got a bad habit when I get really drunk of buying books online. It's kind of a weird bad habit. What a weird habit. I, like, I just... Some people's bad habits heroin, John. <laughs> I'm just telling Why you. Why can't you be cool? <laughs> I'm just telling you that's what it is. It's and it's happened enough that I think it can be described as a bad habit at this point. And like a couple of weeks ago, I got really drunk and purchased the complete Redwall collection, which is like 20 books. That's a sick investment. I would recommend that all our <laughs> listeners get really drunk and buy the Redwall series. I'll tell you, I think it was like 50 bucks on Amazon for all 20 bucks. It was like a That's kind, kind of, a of deal. an insane price. Go and buy them. They're good. They're full of vi- tons of violence and great food. So good for Yeah, that's what everyone wants. So good for all occasions. Good for everyone. If you want to hear a, a badger or otters get brutalized <laughs> in very descriptive ways. Couldn't recommend it enough. I am in on it. <laughs> um, I think the op, like I think my my answer is probably the Krabby Patty. Um, but the antithesis to this, did you ever watch uh, uh, Ed Ed and Eddie? Oh, the Jawbreakers. And the Jawbreakers 
looked painful <laughs> to eat. Like they were literally like the size of their head, and they like oh, shove they were it the in size their of like their entire body, and they would just, like <laughs> yeah, shove it shove in their cheek. They like chipmunk it in one cheek, yeah. and it was just grotesque. Like it was like it was they were like drooling all over the place, and they were digging it was them horrifying though, to watch. They were digging. They, I mean, they were enjoying it, but like at what cost? <laughs> you know, have you ever sucked on a regular jawbreaker? It's like a horrible experience. They're really not that good. Is also the yeah. Thing. It, it's like okay fucking lick this like sugar ball for hours and then eventually you'll get one little like bit of sugar dust that's a sweet treat and then in that licking you're just like your tongue's raw like it is like it's a horrible painful experience this is a very erotic description of jawbreakers i'm in <laughs> jawbreakers are an erotic candy give me that sugar ball i don't want my tongue to be raw yeah, work to that. Work to the center. Mm. Get to that little sugar <laughs> gift. How many licks does it take to get to the center? <laughs> Quit sexualizing jawbreakers, John. That's far too late. <laughs> they knew what they were doing when they made jawbreakers. Yeah, there are a lot of good ones, man. There are a lot of good ones. I feel like, um, shit, like the bacon pancakes in Adventure Time always look fucking good. Yeah, I agree. God, that fucking... was a great show too. I actually have never. Oh, I've seen. I've seen Adventure Time, but it's always been like random clips that last like twenty seconds, oh, and it all looks really good. You just gotta smoke Let's some weed and watch some Adventure Time. <laughs> John, you're just giving great life advice this this session. This world's a dark place, but this <laughs> Adventure Time is a beacon of light. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> drunkenly buying Redwall books and getting high and watching Adventure Times are one of the few good things in this world. I'm a man of simple pleasures makes a lot of sense. Um, you want to do another question, sir? Yeah, let's do it. So the entirety of North America, or I guess the entirety of the world loses electricity. Um, what are you doing to survive? <laughs> um, I gotta be honest. I feel like that question would be harder if we didn't have like thousands of years of world history to like stand as an example, you know? We'll say like government I feel, collapses, I guess. Yeah, what, you know, what are you doing? I, my family lives on a farm. I would go back to the farm, and I would grow things and, and eat the things that I grow. You have a pretty decent apocalypse setup, you yeah. know? Like, you, you're kind of free to live your life as carefree as you want. You don't have to really invest in bunkers. I mean, both of us, man. Or, the island is a great great place for an apocalypse. And, that is true. And your that we do, parents own, like, a warehouse. Like, stock that shit with food and lock the doors. That's a good point. Just fill your warehouse with food, dummy. Dummy, just fill that thing. Yeah, obviously. We definitely have tons of coffee beans, mm. and that would get us through on trading for a little bit. Get very but, uh, jittery. Just eat what about the wolves, John? What about the wolves? I would I would give them a cow as sacrifice once a month, appease them. They are very diplomatic. <laughs> They're known for the diplomacy, so I think that would go over very Keep well. Keep their bellies full and their jaws closed. Yeah, why didn't Liam Neeson do that in the gray, you know? That's why. why didn't he just sign a treaty with the wolves? <laughs> why? He How about you take punching them with this glass? dead body, and I will not break glass on my knuckles yeah. and punch you as hard as it's I like, can. Jesus Christ, man. He try diplomacy. Wolves must be protected, John. <laughs> they can't just be goat crashing in Alaska wilderness and punching wolves. There are people all over the place, but wolves. You could tell that man got a sick thrill out of that, you know? You know he was enjoying himself. I saw the glint in his eye. He knew yeah, which way out was. He went towards the wolves on purpose. 
Yeah, he took the long way. <laughs> Let's take the wolf way, guys. It's like, dude, the sun rises in the east. Just walk in the appropriate direction. But nope. <laughs> Went straight nope. for the wolves. Liam Neeson is stubborn and loves to fight wolves. He probably crashed that plane. <laughs> he probably crashed that plane. <laughs> Did Liam Neeson cause 9-11? Most likely. I'm just saying, no one can say he didn't. <laughs> Nobody's ever seen him and 9-11 in the same room. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that is so true. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's a pretty easy easy cue, you know? Yeah, I just, you uh, know, there's only one option, you know? You just keep on getting on. Gr- you wouldn't immediately start making, like, a Mad Max-style vehicle and, like, start wearing leather spike fetish I don't uh, think clothes? I could pull off the leather, so farming's for me. That's the only reason why, right? Just because you don't have the body for BDSM yeah. gear 24-7. It seems like there'd be a lot of chafing. I don't, yeah. I don't have any baby it powder does. in the apartment, so. <laughs> I have, that's what I, the resource I would stock up on is baby powder. Yeah. Uh, like, keep your, your food and your water. I've got a warehouse full of baby powder. Food and water literally comes out of the ground, dude. Baby powder is going to yeah. run out. <laughs> exactly. It's a finite resource. <laughs> it's a finite resource. Fucking, yeah. It's going to pay for itself, man. Get one pack think... of corn seeds and then as much baby powder as you can stuff it out. <laughs> yeah. It's like it possibly carry. <laughs> and I'll laugh maniacally, those fools. <laughs> Enjoy your generators and your water, idiots. <laughs> yeah. My daddy's not going to be chafing at all. <laughs> the chafing is what gets you in the apocalypse. That's the number one killer. Yeah. Some people chafe so much they just bleed out. <laughs> it, it not me, though. <laughs> happens all the time. Number one killer in ancient days. Diarrhea and <laughs> chafing. And I only have diarrhea. <laughs> oh, brother. Who's the real winner here? Um, okay, let's do, let's do another question. Um... Would you rather have everyone forget who you are once they leave you or have everyone hate you besides one person? When you say w- once they leave you, does that mean like once they like leave the room type of thing? Yeah. Like once they leave like your eyesight, I guess. Okay. And then the other option was what? Have everyone hate you except one person. Oh, interesting. Everyone hate you. Is the hate so strong that it would lead to violence, or is it more like a mild distaste? It's more of just like, I don't like you. That, like like that you, fucking guy. How the general public feels about, like, Jake Paul, I guess. <laughs> okay, you know? no, good. That's a great example. Um, yeah, like, no one's going to just straight up fight Jake Paul unless he, I guess, unless he teases them into boxing him, I guess. Okay, and last question. Is the bond you have with this one person that doesn't hate you so strong that the fact that literally everyone in society hates you, like, can't push them away? Because obviously... Yeah, okay. like, they, they love you. They're, like, this is a... Or, I mean, like, yeah, like, you can choose someone who, uh, like, if you want to choose someone who you already, like, know is, like, kind of like a ride-or-die person, mm. that that relationship is pretty unshakable. I see. Know? Okay, in that case... Unless, unless you obviously, like, fucking like attack them or something or like do something that's I like can't terrible attack to them. them oh that changes things. attack the one person that likes you i was gonna say sounds like i have plenty of other people to attack so uh, that is true yeah i I'll, I'll take i'll let everyone hate me i'll take the one person you know yeah yeah you wouldn't like just kind of 50 first dates it where uh you just kind of start anew with everyone every all the time. single time i see them no. You know what I think is the move? It would also make it impossible to, like, have a job. <laughs> that is true. Um, hmm. 
it would make having a job very difficult. And you'd just be like completely alone in the world, you know? You'd be that, yeah, you wouldn't really be like no one would be able to relate to you like whatsoever. Well, yeah, even you like know? your family, you'd go and see them, and you're like, oh, I'm related to you, and then you walk away, and they forget. Like, there's just nothing, man. I I wouldn't. You would be able to like constant like kind of groundhog style like be able to start every you know exactly how every conversation would pretty much start mm, you could rob people a lot you could love, you'd be like this guy is super gullible and just rob him all the time yeah that's find a, like the most gullible rich person possible you know you're kind of selling me on this like rob elon musk or do you just anybody on the street just push him over take their wallet turn a corner and they're like boom you're out of their mind they're and like, also just like crimes in general from? like you like people are like okay this person as long as you don't get physically arrested as long as you get away from the crime scene they're not going to be able to identify you or like but even if they physically arrest you and they just you know leave the room you can just walk yeah, out yeah you could just be like help me someone put me in this cage and <laughs> yeah. like oh i'm so sorry well, we don't know who you are you know <laughs> you're kind of you're, you're changing my mind on this i think i'm just saying it's not all cons between you know? those two options i do like the absolute freedom of fuck around ability <laughs> and i think in terms of companionship i feel like there's always prostitutes you're right there's always that's all i'm getting at <laughs> who needs friends and, and you when wouldn't you have to pay them sex? you could go to the bathroom come out they're like get out of my get out of my room dude <laughs> classic <laughs> endless prostitutes okay i'm sold i'm changing my mind you, you found the the free prostitute glitch in life <laughs> The cheat like a code. GTA code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, no, I changed my mind. You sold me. I, I'm taking the... But also, if you wanted to, like, eventually settle down with not prostitutes <laughs> and have, like, a friend, like, But I you feel can like... only have one friend. What if they get hit by a bus? <laughs> then you're fucked. Also, like, if you, you know, if in, in your travels you found somebody you really connected with, you could, like, explain the situation to them and be like, hey, we need to stick, like, side by side, but... There are some real perks, you know. We're gonna get a lot of money. We're gonna uh, fuck a lot of prostitutes. Like, <laughs> stay with me, kid. And and, and a real the, Bonnie and Clyde situation. <laughs> the grass is greener on the other sides. I, I'm just, you know, as I think about it more and more, I I think I'm locking into the anonymity answer. Fair enough. My second. Who'd want to be Logan Paul? Or Jake Paul. I guess, like, the the general public's view is kind of the same for both the Paul brothers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, man, this is kind of tough for me. Because I feel like I'm such a... I'm such, like, a family-orientated guy that would break my heart to, like... I guess, like, the only way but for my family entire would family... would hate you, bro. <laughs> no, they would hate... They wouldn't even like me, which is shitty. Like, I could get one of them, you know? I could win over one of them, and I don't think I could, like, choose one person. Yeah, I think I'm going anonymity as well. And my game plan is to somehow infiltrate a NASA program, mm. and that way I'm in a small, enclosed space, and so I get, like, five people who will never forget me, essentially. You do realize space space. stations have, like, rooms. Yeah, I just would be really clingy. <laughs> <laughs> like dude get the fuck out of my room you'll forget maybe me we should, we should keep hanging out right <laughs> and what are they gonna do if they forget me they're not gonna be like hey go leave they'll like, be like uh, what are you doing no. on this space station <laughs> i'm just hanging out <laughs> uh, that, Seems like think a about how annoying that would be every day to have five people come out and be like who are you what are you doing here <laughs> you're like dude we did this yesterday <laughs> can we please I'm just That's trying to look at some stars. <laughs> Leave me alone. 
they're also become numb also in space. <laughs> There's not gonna be shit to do. Nobody's gonna play board games with you because I think you stowed away. Why not? <laughs> I think you're so bored in space. If a guy stows away and he's not doing anything and he's helping out, you're gonna not. It's not like you're gonna just be a shithead to him the entire time. You know, you're gonna play some <laughs> sorry know, with man. the guy. D- depends on who gets sent up into space with you. Plus, it's that like the true. ISS man. What if they all speak foreign languages and you don't? And now you've got, now you've got like a Vietnamese dude yelling at you, asking what the fuck you're doing here in another language. That sounds very stressful. <laughs> that does. That, I don't need that level of stress in my life. So, yeah, maybe I won't stow away on a space station. Yeah, I think just finding the one person, convincing them that there's more pros than cons with hanging out with you, and just be like, you get this as long as you don't leave my sight. <laughs> Sounds like healthy relationship to me. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it's not great, but you got you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, in the lose lose scenario, I think that's the better option. I agree. Okay, next question. Well said, by the way, John. Thank you. I do my best. <clears throat> um, what Pokemon would you be most morally against eating? Wow, now, I got mine in the chamber here. That is a good question. It has to be a Gen One Pokemon. Because I would, yeah, we'll say, yeah, I'd that's be probably the most. I'd be happy to slaughter any of the other generation Pokemon. I hate them all. <laughs> just so all much. of them, all just of them. complete genocide just on all Pokemon. Slit their throats one. one at a time. I should, you know what? That's harsh. Anything after Diamond and Pearl, mass genocide. There are no I'm good Pokemon after hasn't... Diamond and Pearl. I agree. I agree with that. And that's probably just because I was a child when I played everything. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, was, and Pearl. it just happened to be the best when we were young. <laughs> no, yeah. It was There's just no. perfect Pokemon designs. That's all it was. They were just, they couldn't miss. <laughs> they couldn't miss. Um, okay. Do you Fucking yours? Pidgey, just the regular ass bird. I would eat the fuck out of Pidgey. It's genius. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like the problem with eating Pokemon, which is like canonical as we both know, is there's like... A degree of sentience in these Pokemon. Absolutely. You know, like, clearly there's, like, the dumbass Pidgeys, very, like, animalistic Pokemon. But then there's people, or there's not people, but there's, like, Pokemon who are just, like, straight up talking to you now. Yeah, like... And, like, like Mr. Mime is, a like, dude. a guy. Like, he's a person, pretty uh... much. Like, he's just a guy who says Mr. Mime a lot, and people just took a chance and were like, yeah, that's, that's a Mr. Mime. <laughs> You know, my first answer, the first thing that popped into my head was Lucario. One, because he's dope. And two, because in the show, he was like a talking character. It's like, yeah, eating Lucario would be pretty fucked up. But the more I think about it, the more I think I'd choose like like Mew, you know? Like Mew's a Pokemon, but he's also just like God. Yeah, I feel like there's a weird religious thing yeah. that comes into play I feel with eating kinda, Pokemon. I feel kind of weird eating like the creator of the universe, you know. I I would have to second that. Um, however, girls gotta eat, you know. Neither one of us is a girl. <laughs> that is a that's a good point. Oh well, Sorry. who are you picking? I I'm picking probably my. The one I feel most morally against eating is probably. You want to say Lucario? I know you do, but you can't. probably either Mr. Mime or <laughs> Mr. Mime Junior because it's like he's a baby now <laughs> and he will learn it, to be sentient. It just adds another layer of tragedy. <laughs> 
yeah, I don't feel great about eating the children Pokemon, you know, that are like specifically like this is a baby Pokemon. I don't think I'd, I'm like I'm most morally against eating Mr. Mime, but I think I would be most uncomfortable eating Mr. Mime. Also, just like look at him. He's like all skin and bone. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's, like he's got no some muscle real like chicken legs. So you'd have to like <laughs> eat his torso or his head. And yeah, I very, don't, uh, I don't just know, man. eating the eyes of a Mr. Mime. <laughs> oh my god, what a terrifying image. It's just like silver platter comes in, the dome comes off, and it's just a piping hot Mr. Mime with an apple in his mouth. So I'm going to actually rescind my Mr. Mime. I think one of the most fucked up Pokemon, like it doesn't even have to do with like level of intelligence. It's just it would make me depressed having to eat that. Kind of like a veal situation, mm. you know, where just like... This thing's gone through enough. Like, I don't really need to eat this. I can have some Magikarp, I guess. Is Cubone. You know? Oh, yeah. They're Cubone. already, like, every single Cubone is mourning its parents. I never <laughs> understood. I think that was kind of a short-sighted Pokemon creation where they're like, Cubone, he wears the skull of his dead mother. Like, yeah, and it's just like, all of them do? Yeah, like, what? You guys have some very clumsy mothers. Like, what is happening? Is it like a... a um uh, oh shit what's that bug that eats its mate's head praying mantis yes it's like a praying mantis situation where these young cubones are like killing their mothers for their skulls yeah i think there might be a darker side to cubone than people realize <sighs> if it's every cubone man we just have to start asking the questions i i thought you were gonna also- say i thought you were gonna say lapras because they're uh <laughs> they're endangered you know it's kind of fucked up right eating endangered endangered pokemon no 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 i'll eat i'll eat a fucking uh, panda. I'll eat a panda. I'd eat the shit out of panda. I don't even care. <laughs> you can't. Pandas, win. like, it's fucked up to say, but pandas do kind of look delicious. If I were to eat any endangered animal, I think it'd be panda. I mean, like, I would, I would eat a panda. You know, I wouldn't, like, go out of my way to eat a panda, but if I was hungry, yeah, I'd eat a panda. Yeah. Like, if I was in the wild and I somehow took down a panda. Yeah. Oh, I don't like, think it'd be hard. Wading into it fell out of a tree or something. Yeah, I don't think they necessarily fight back very much, you know? Of all the pandas I've killed, they've gone down real easy, so. <laughs> yeah. Super easy prey, guys. Mm. That's actually the reason why pandas are in danger. We can't seem to get the, the numbers back up. <laughs> John's, just just John's out the there eating really good. With a kni- <laughs> knife in my teeth. <laughs> wearing face just like pants. Not even the wild pandas just like walking your way into the Woodland Park Zoo. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and Predator, but just killing innocent bears. <laughs> it's just in the zoo. I jump into the panda enclosure. It's like a reverse Harambe. The snipers are trying to take me out. (laughs) Get him! (laughs) He's already taken out seven pandas. He's going for the cubs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, so I I think uh, those are two good answers. Mew, Cubone, and the the Mime Jr. Or the Mr. Mime family, I guess. Yeah, those are good. I think I'm sticking with Lucario. I just feel pretty shitty eating Lucario. He's also just like cool, you know. Yeah, he's just sick. just like eating like like the fawns, <laughs> like dark fawns, like yeah, fawns in edgy his goth fawns. phase, <laughs> with also like a kamehameha blast. That sound that's like the coolest thing I could possibly think of. So well said. Someone recently, uh, I, for some reason, I, I, I kamehameha comes up a lot in my conversations, and somebody recently corrected me, and they're like, actually, it's kamehameha. <laughs> and I just, I told them to shut the fuck up. You know? Yeah, did you fucking punch them in their face and break their dumb nerd glasses? Don't, don't you Dragon Ball gaslight me. I can say whatever I want. 
It's a fictional universe, man. It's made up. Get over it. Um. Okay. Are you ready for another question, sir? Oh, I'm born ready. Okay, you're going to rank these individuals. I'm going to give you a list of individuals based on their sex appeal. Okay? Ooh. Are you ready? Sex appeal for me, personally. Personally, yeah. No, Probably not like a general sex appeal, like how the public would approach this, but how you would. Um, a thwomp from the Super Mario Brothers, but with really big tits. What's a thwomp? Um, a thwomp is the big spiky things with a face that crush down on you. They're like a big rock. You know what I'm talking about? Perfect. Yep, I'm on it. Yeah, but that with boobs. Are um, they hard boobs or are they soft boobs? They are human boobs. Oh, just large okay. human boobs. Okay, we're in play. <laughs> Understood. Game on. <laughs> uh, uh, Shigo from Kim Possible. Shigo um, is the girl within like the green. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of pale skin, dark hair. Can we just, let's just skip right to the end here. Oh yeah, um, J.K. Rowling, um, Scrat. <laughs> Yucky. Yeah. Give me the giant rock with tits. <laughs> um, Scrappy Doo. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or a living tornado with large Popeye arms. A living tornado. Yes, with large Popeye arms. Like like a actual tornado-sized tornado? Yeah. With Popeye arms. But it's alive. <laughs> and you're asking for its sex appeal. Okay. Yeah, like how hot do you think that would like what would let's rate all these things on a scale of one to ten and that way we can get a concise answer. I'll here. tell you what, man, I thought you were gonna be hard pressed to come up with something with less sex appeal than JK Rowling, but I think you might have succeeded. <laughs> Something that will literally tear you apart <laughs> a, and then a look natural good disaster while doing with it. gross arms. Okay. Hey, Popeye has beautiful arms. How dare you? <laughs> He's a strong man. Um, okay, that's yeah, this is just pretty easy. Um the Kim Possible girl was like, you know, one of those fundamental childhood like building block moments where you're like oh okay so this is what being sexually attracted yeah there's like a 50 50 chance that my balls dropped while watching kim possible you know (laughs) Um, yeah they definitely had no right making she go that hot or or kim possible like jesus christ yeah what are they doing with these characters (laughs) i don't need to see that much midriff i was a child yeah for real (laughs) my goodness i was Fuck a, fuck a bar mitzvah or any other ceremony. That's my bar mitzvah. I, I became a man after watching Kim Possible at the ripe age of nine, I guess. <laughs> I became a man. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, she's got to be first. Um, and then, I just yeah, I think this is pretty easy. Then give me the rock with tits. Rock I, with tits is, I, is a, a strong number two in this situation. I, I know right? it's got nice boobs. And the only other thing that I'm certain about it is that it loves bouncing up and down. So we're, That is a very fair point. <laughs> we're, two, we're two for two. <laughs> the most seductive movement. <laughs> really aggressive? Sure. I'll have to yeah, get of course. some sort of padding like figured a, out. It's a very aggressive downward drop and then like a very slow ascend. It's like the Hollywood so I don't know if it's much of a bounce. Terror, but sexy. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, and then... J.K. Rowling and Scrappy Doo. That is a a battle for the ages <laughs> in sex appeal. They're both like a negative five. Uh, um, no, you, you don't like Scrappy Doo, man. He's got so much confidence. He's just got he's got a real squeaky voice. I don't. 
He's also male, <laughs> which kind of like a Joe Pesci type voice, <laughs> you know. Joe Pesci type, the the sexiest of voices I could possibly. He, he think is. Of. He's do, he does have some good confidence though. I might has Scrappy Dude just edging out J.K. Rowling because nice. I really do not need to hear any more shit about Harry Potter. Um, I agree. And then congratulations, J.K. I didn't think it could be done, but she's coming in second to last <laughs> in front of a tornado with Popeye arms. <laughs> Because I got to be honest, I'm just I'm not sexually attracted to that at all, not even a little bit. <laughs> John, I can't I can't seem to pin you down, man. Like, what are you attracted to? <laughs> it's weird that Chigo is getting the number one spot on this, bro. Like, man. way to fucking conform to uh, normal body norms. Yeah, if it would have been a tornado with nice boobs instead of Popeye's arms, then we yeah, I should have just given every one of these things nice boobs <laughs> and just made J.K. Rowling J.K. Rowling. Yeah, she would have been last for sure. Scrappy <laughs> do with a pair of nice boobs. Now we're talking. Now we're cooking with gas. <laughs> the the ideal partner for John Kerry is Scrappy do with big boobs. Oh brother. Okay. Well, yeah, that was a. <laughs> Hell of a list, but I think we managed to work our way through it. Okay, give me, give me a uh, like a one out one to ten uh, rating for all these guys. Um, one to ten. Uh, Shiga, Shigo, Shigo, Shigo is Shigo's like a solid like seven and a half. You know, seven and a half. Okay, the green skin's kind of throwing me off, but just a little. She's bit. she's just got white skin, man. Uh, white she's skin. got a green bodysuit. She's got a really bad attitude, you know. <laughs> she does. She does. She have does. A bad attitude, but uh, but yeah, this, that does wonders for some people. At the same time, yeah. Now that I say that, and then, <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> but she also has a bad attitude. <laughs> I guess I'd give the giant rock with tits like a three. <laughs> Three, nice. That's pretty high. For... <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know, man. For what we're doing here. And then Scrappy Doo is a like a negative two. Negative two. <laughs> and okay. then J.K. Okay, Rowling okay. is like a negative eight. And then uh, you're getting drastically worse. Yeah. And then <laughs> Tornado with Popeye arms is like a negative ten. Nice. Okay. Sick. I feel like we got a, a nice uh, in-depth look as to the uh, the screening process. Maybe a rock with boobs is he... like a one. Maybe I'm being too generous, you know. But it's got a <laughs> too really generous great with that whopping three. Yeah, they have mouths. They can like talk and stuff. <laughs> that is not where I thought you were going. <laughs> they have mouths. They probably give great head. You know, <laughs> like, what are they? They have mouths, bro. It's got a mouth. It's at least a four. <laughs> John, John didn't take into account all the orifices this rock has. This is a huge game is changer. This, is this like an igneous rock? Is it is it full of like lava holes? Like what do we got going on here? Is that a benefit if it's full of lava? No, no, like oh, like oh, I see. What, it's yeah, like oh, okay, pump. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, what you're saying. yeah, a lot of not options. active lava. <laughs> okay, um, we're gonna do the next question and refresh this here thing. So, John. John Richard Carey. That's my name. Don't wear it out. I have a little mini game that uh, that I have for you. Um, are you a fan of games? <laughs> is this a Saw situation? Yes. Um, yes, I love There's games. a key in your kidney. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's a, it's a Dwayne The Rock Johnson related game, which Ooh. I find to be the funnest of games. <laughs> All um, my favorite board games are The Rock based. <laughs> yeah, just monopoly the rock edition <laughs> um so every spot is just power 
Yeah, it's just every spot's a gym or a <laughs> or terrible movie he's been in. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, so uh, the minigame is uh, I have a series of Dwayne the Rock Johnson characters that he's played, mm. and I made up one of them, and you have to decide which one's the fake. Oh, okay? wow. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. Characters that the Rock has played. Yes. So, um, option one: Christopher Christopher Vaughn, an honorably discharged war veteran, returns home to find his once quaint hometown is teeming with drugs and crime, all thanks to a local casino owner. And he must do everything in his power to restore his innocence, restore the innocence of his former home. Wow. That is option one. Option two. Lucas Hobbs, a former agent of the Diplomatic Security Service, is tasked to hunt down two wanted criminals, and halfway through the investigation, he finds out that they've been framed and instead joins them in a heist to prove their innocence. See, that, the problem is I know that's from that's from Fast and Furious, you know? Well, then that should make this easier, I, right? I know Hobbs. I haven't even seen the movie, but I know Hobbs. Uh, option three... James Vander, a former special ops agent, is brought out of retirement to safeguard the president's daughter after her father was recently assassinated by internal forces. Jesus. And then, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, they got the president? <laughs> God damn. Option four. Ray Gaines, former member of the U.S. Army Rescue Squadron, has joined the Los Angeles Fire Department and must suit up once again to help after a devastating earthquake hits the Los Angeles area. Those are my options. Those are your options. Okay, I'm pretty sure that last one is from San Andreas. So you have Ray Gaines, you have Lucas Hobbs, mm. Christopher Vaughn, and James Vander. So I think it's between James Vander and Christopher Vaughn. The two, Christopher Vaughn and James Vander. The two V last names. So it's either the president's daughter protector or the guy going to his hometown. Shit, those both sound like movies The Rock would do. <laughs> um, you know... I don't think of The Rock as being a guy that handles guns very much. He's not. I don't think of him as being in many like firearm heavy films. So I think. I don't know, man. He's like a secret agent who like uses guns quite frequently. Like get smart. Um, but he's typically just the be- CIA beating one. the shit out of people. You know. That is true. He, he dude, seems like a gun secondary guy. You know what might be the most underrated comedy of the 20th century? I guess 21st century. Fucking get smart. I love that movie. It is so funny. It's got an yeah. unbelievable cast, and The Rock is incredible in it, even though he's just a minor character. But God, I love Get Smart. Um, I was possibly going to put his character on here. I was like, wait a second. John fucking loves Get Smart. I love Get Smart. In, in, your, when I, in your defense, so, you did a good job. I haven't seen any of these movies, I never saw any of the Fast and Furious movies. But Hobbs and Shaw, I knew was one of them. Yeah, the the that was the gimme was the Lucas Hobbs yeah. one. And then um, I think he's in San Andreas, which is about an earthquake. So I'm submitting. I've never a, heard of it. I'm submitting a final answer. I'm saying the one where he's protecting the president's daughter is the fake movie. Hey, you got it. Yes, you nailed it. Uh, what can I say? The the other ones were uh, San Andreas, like you said. Mm. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw, I think, is where he's he's from. Like multiple Fast and Furious movies, yeah. And Christopher Vaughn is from Walking Tall. Oh, where... I haven't even heard of that one. Yeah, it's like it's one of his breakout roles. Um, so yeah, James Vander was the uh, the uh, imposter in that situation. I know my rock. That is very true. I thought I'd get that one past you. Um, okay, 
Would you rather make up a single law or be able to have one consequence-free slap on anyone in the world? <laughs> one consequence-free slap or be able to make up any law? Yes. So I could either like fix a major problem in the United States of America <laughs> or I could <laughs> slap somebody. Um, yeah, man. I think I'll... I, so also, is the law in... Does it just have to be in the United States? Uh, we'll say you can only make a law in the current county you're in. Oh, the current county I'm in. Oh, okay. But that's still a no-brainer. I'm taking the county, yeah. and the law I'm saying is that people have to pay me like a 5% tax. <laughs> you just become a, a fucking king? You become a tyrant? Yeah. <laughs> you can slap the shit out of whoever I want. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. I like, just, just ask for more you have money. I, I just won the game. <laughs> So, like, because that's, like, how rich people operate, then they're just like, oh, I get to slap you as much as I want because I'm rich as shit. Bro, if you don't think that's how it works, you're naive. <laughs> Elon Musk, is he's got he's to keep his hands lotioned up at all times ready for a slap. Yeah, that's where a majority of his funds go to, and just slapping poor people. SpaceX is a small, <laughs> a small portion of his... Yeah, a small benefit. What he really does it for is to slap whoever he wants, whenever he wants. There are a bunch, honestly, with, like, the laws. Like, making it specific to county is a good idea. Like, obviously, if it was to the country... I would, no, I would straight up become a tyrant. <laughs> I would, I would yeah, make like, the law that I am king in perpetuity and my offspring does not get have the to obey when, law. I, when I die. I would, and I would fix this country. Um, I feel like this was a, this would age really poorly if you got into local politics. <laughs> yeah, or any politics in general. It's far too late for that. I have, I have some bad <laughs> interviews on this podcast, Cameron. I've if I get any ounce things. of power, pray to your gods. <laughs> I just, I just said I was attracted to a rock with tits. I'm not getting elected. Um, <laughs> hey, that's a man of the people. That's yeah. a, there's a lot of uh, thwomp lovers out there. <laughs> yeah, but county specific, I think I think you'd have to do like a tax just because the money would be better than anything else. But also a good one would be like you can park for free wherever you want. Like I live in Seattle, so I get a lot of parking tickets. You know, it'd be nice to just be able to park with impunity. I mean, I feel like with that 5% tax living in Seattle, you could just park with impunity. But that's what I'm saying. Both that, ways. The tax is better. But I'm saying if we took money off the board, there are a lot yeah, of other good like, options, you know? If I were to make a law, I would be like... Prima Nocta? <laughs> like one business or like one branch. What's Prima Nocta? What is that? Oh, it's... You know what? Never mind. Let's just keep going. No, I'll look it up. Don't worry. No, don't no, worry. no, no, no. We don't have to do this. <laughs> I regret saying it already. Prima Nocta. Prima Nocta is the semi-historical legal right of a monarch to have sex with any female subject, particularly on her wedding night. <laughs> Specifically on her wedding night. You have to... What a terrible... Like, like, one of the most worst times to have sex with someone when they're marrying someone else. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I changed my mind. <laughs> I want the parking. <laughs> what a respectful man, John. <laughs> That's a pretty slick way of life if you're the king, actually. That's not too bad. I want to know who came up with that. It's like, I want to be able to have sex with whatever woman I want, but only on her wedding night. When it's the worst time to possibly do it. Mm. When it's the most emotionally scarring. Be like, babe, I want to get married, but also this king is really gross. So... 
That's on you, uh, I guess, if you want to bite that bullet. Yeah, what, why don't we just elope? <laughs> it's weird how many just, like, girlfriends there are now. No one's really married in this town <laughs> it's anymore. It's crazy. It's weird. No one wants to date Fat King Henry. <laughs> uh, I can only assume is one of the Henrys that did that. Yeah, but a- anyway, going back to the original question, I think you have to be able to take the law, you know? You could even make a law that you can slap anybody that you want, you know? That's probably the, the thing I would be is, like, you can't make that law. That's that's the one stipulation. I can tax people, but I can't slap people. <laughs> the government can take thirty percent of my salary, but I can't slap them. People would probably rather be slapped than taxed. Honestly, I would way rather be slapped than taxed. I think we got a law on our hands, John. Mm, we're in business. You have to choose one: get slapped or be taxed. <laughs> <laughs> you have to come to John's apartment every single month and make your decision, and then John has sex with your wife. <laughs> yeah and then he has sex with your wife by the way how's your wife doing <laughs> you guys had a pretty fun wedding <laughs> fun for me anyway <laughs> ha, I had sex with the wife remember that remember that that's probably got some real problems in your relationship <laughs> <laughs> I really tested you guys' relationship on that one you guys have come out stronger than ever and I'm proud of you <laughs> you're so welcome <laughs> just trying uh, to help you guys out really <laughs> if your relationship's not strong enough to survive sleeping I with a king how... <laughs> or should you really be getting married very true yeah is that is that relationship really worth its weight you know um i wonder how that uh queen felt when that law was passed <laughs> she's like what you know, i feel like she fuck? didn't have a whole lot of say in that you like i feel like you kind of had like slide that law under the table you know it's like here's something for me let's get that processed right away don't let the missus Just see that one folded note to the chief lawmaker uh and let's <laughs> let's get on that right away yeah get your get your fastest lawmakers on that one please <laughs> and do not tell my wife for the love of god don't tell my wife i don't want to have to behead another one but be sure to tell your wife you know <laughs> just tell all the wives besides one <laughs> very simple <laughs> and this this could just be like a rumor you know <laughs> doesn't exactly have to be like a hard set rule you have to like write it down but people should know <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a fun little wives tale um cool um yeah i think i think i would make up a law as well and the law i would make up would be I could just be like, everyone has to be nice to me, which just oh, seems like a really like insecure, like a very insecure law. Everybody has to be my friend. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like if I man. saw a lawmaker make that law, I'd be like, oh, buddy. <laughs> I thought Prima Nocta was pathetic. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's somehow worse. Um, the law that I would make is uh i get to be a spokesperson for chipotle i have to be involved in all of chipotle's marketing in some capacity (laughs) and i also get all the free chipotle i want wow that is a specific in the seattle area (laughs) i think that's a i think that's a win-win i get free food i get shitloads of money and i get to just kind of (laughs) hang out in a chipotle commercial why not just like (laughs) I feel like you're making that more complicated than you need to. You could even just make the law that you own all the businesses in the area. No, no, no. I don't want that kind of responsibility. <laughs> there, I just want you the know? food. <laughs> I just want the food and the and the ad 
money, I guess. You could also just say that you have, like, control over all food that, like, passes in to the Seattle area. Once again, man, that's that's going to be a full-time <laughs> job, and I don't want to deal with that no, shit. No, no, no. I, just I mean, you can just, like, frequent... wander wherever you want and just, like, <laughs> if you want it, the food is yours, you know? <laughs> to people eating dinner at a restaurant, it is well within your rights to just come <laughs> take, up and just Put your take hands in someone's meal and just eat it like, hey, hey. I'm Cameron. <laughs> you probably is, have heard of mine. me. <laughs> Should have gotten dinner in Bellevue, sucker. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> Don't you know God. whose town this is? <laughs> this is my town. But I also want to have nothing to do with any other political things. Like, <laughs> just, I just want to be a drifter that comes into a random nice restaurant and just is a menace. Just grabbing just grabbing plates of food off of the, like, ready-to-go. Uh, yeah, going to the back and just dipping my fingers into, like, all the, ooh, the food in the back. This is good. This is good stuff. <laughs> you know I own this. But I'll <laughs> you let... know you can't do anything about this, right? I'll... I'll let you keep it. I just want to taste. But I own it. <laughs> Enjoy my food. Just want to be incredibly power hungry. <laughs> just a real dick. John, I think the one thing keeping us good people is the fact that we're poor and not in power. Yeah, thank goodness. Power is I corrupting think... us just thinking about it. Yeah, just fictional power is making us worse people. <laughs> You're sticking your hands in food. I'm instituting ancient Irish <laughs> marital rights. Shit's getting weird. Oh, my. Welcome to the Trash Cat, guys. Mm. Uh, we appreciate your viewership and uh, hearing-ship. We really appreciate you not telling the police what we talked about. <laughs> we really appreciate you guys keeping this kind of tight-lipped. And also tell your wives about this new cool rule that we invented. <laughs> The judge mandated um, I'm not allowed to be within 50 feet of a podcast, so please don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, it's a really weird rule. He just wants to keep us off of the same airwaves. Um, I'm actually on this okay. podcast is Ron Carey. <laughs> <laughs> An alias, nice. <laughs> He'll never guess. Thanks, thanks. Ronald Carey. Nice to meet you. <laughs> what a menace. Okay, John, for the final question, would you rather have one potion that does one beneficial magical thing or have $50,000 cash right now? Absolutely the potion. Man, these these questions, I think, are relying on a lack of creativity. Because with with a potion, I can I can get the ability to trans... Transmute? Transmute? No, but you don't... It's a random Transmute? potion. Oh, oh, I don't get You don't know what it does. Oh. Yeah, you don't get to choose the effect. Excellent it's just, clarification. Thank it's like, you. I'm just going to turn you. shit into gold. <laughs> yeah, like obviously you'd go like magic versus money because you can just like make a shitload of money with magic. Okay. So is there So like, like it's just and you don't know how long it lasts, you don't know what it does, you just oh, know that's positive. I see. One positive magic thing. So but, it could possibly turn like everything you touch into gold or like is give it, you some crazy monetary benefit. Is it certainly going to be temporary or is there a chance that it's permanent? You don't know if it's going to be permanent and you don't know if it's going to be temporary. Okay, so we don't know and it can be basically anything magical but it will be good. It will be good. Shit. $50,000. I'm taking the magic. I'm taking the magic? What? At what point would you take the money? At what? Like monetary? I think like definitely like a million dollars, I would take the money. Million? Yeah, I think I think that's a, a a better amount. Yeah. Because you can be like pretty well set off for with a million. With a million dollars, if you play your cards right, you should you should never have to work again. Most right, most exactly. people won't make a million dollars in their entire life of working. And I I think in like one of the best case scenarios for the magic is you don't have to work ever again. 
you but that's I mean? not really like a magical that could be the result of the magic but that right yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. like the only shitty thing is is like i think like worst case scenario with the potion is like you can fly it does something like, to, like it, it, you can fly i mean like yeah obviously like temporary <laughs> stuff aside you can fly but you like are given wings or you're like your anatomy is changed <laughs> in some way, yeah. <laughs> so like, oh fuck. I mean, yeah, this is cool, but like, very inconvenient. Like, how do I? I need to like tailor all of my clothes now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just that bird guy. It's pretty hard to get laid. Um, no, there's I think some, there's some bird lovers out there. The money would be, I even like five hundred thousand dollars. I think I'd have to take the money. I really think the line, where it's like, ah, do I take this or not, would be like. Two hundred thousand dollars, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Because with that money, you could still just like take a couple of years off of work and really just live life. For real, yeah. I think it's got to be at least like, like yeah, two or three years of not working. Yeah, and you could get way more out of that if you if you rationed it. But if you're like, I want to go live in Europe for a year, you know, you could do that on two hundred thousand dollars easy. Yeah, I think that's worth possibly losing out on temporarily floating or whatever yeah, or like I mean, there could be some cool things you know agreed agreed there could be some fucking life-changing things and we don't know how long they last yeah, they, yeah if it's permanent then you can be a fucking superhero or something yeah i i think yeah like two hundred thousand dollars would be the cutoff for me fifty thousand dollars i'm taking the magic i don't i actually think i go magic potion on this one like over like two hundred thousand dollars over two hundred thousand dollars because i'm confident like worst case scenario i'm confident because I'm confident. <laughs> End of sentence. Period. Because I'm bad. <laughs> I'm built different. <laughs> I'm confident that like I can make a decent amount of money in my lifetime, mm. and I'll eventually reach a point where I will be comfortable. Mm. You know, expediting that process is it worth missing out on the the magic situation? You know, yeah. It's like that's a once in a lifetime thing. Yeah. You'll never ever be able to experience what that potion will give you with the amount of money that you're given. <laughs> hopefully, yeah, I, hopefully. Don't, I don't know bro i don't know elon musk's doing some crazy stuff bezos can probably yeah, that's, not, cast that's like stupid fucking money to. that's not two hundred fifty thousand dollars. so what in order to mimic magic you have to be like yeah. fucking a billionaire that's what, what about a million dollars you'd have to take the money man if do, think yeah about, i think i would if you take think, the million dollars you might be like oh it would have been cool to have magic but if you take the magic instead of a million dollars and you can cast fireball for the next like even if endlessly you can cast fireball whenever you want for the rest of your life you are going to regret not having a million dollars that is going to get very old very quick i think that there's also a good chance you could like make money off of like being able to cast fireball like i think How? i could easily make a million dollars off of please tell like, me your business strategy fucking, to turn fire influencer you know just be like hey guys think like comment subscribe check this out i just set a fucking <laughs> forest ablaze oh, that's actually not, that's, people don't want that you're going I said, to prison <laughs> i'm telling you but man in kids, civil kids society like fires right they like forest fires in right civil society there are limited options for just throwing fireballs around i'm not i'm just saying the internet is the wild west man if i can do something like shoot fire out of my hands i bet i could find some way to, to make that, that. marketable yeah I, I guarantee it it would be hard turning it into a million dollars i think I don't know, man. I, I mean, like, paired with the shtick that I got going on now, 
I think I could find Podcast it some way. Plus fireball. <laughs> plus Somehow there's, fireball. there's money in there somewhere. And that's also like a worst case scenario superpower, you know? When, like I could get something else. Yes, but you could also get any anything temporary, it is not worth it. So already you're at like a 50-50 chance that it's not worth it. Because anything temporary yeah, so, won't be worth it. Yeah, I think the million dollar point is my cutoff. Like Ooh. once once I hit a million dollars, it at, at that point makes it not worth having the once-in-a-lifetime temporary or whatever magic chance. Oh, God, we are so old. We're like, yeah, magic and whimsy? Give me cold, hard cash. (laughs) Fuck magic. Fuck that shit, bro. I'm gonna go watch Wolf of Wall Street for the eighth time. I'm gonna take advantage of the working class. (laughs) I'm gonna take that million dollars and buy a sweatshop. That's the American dream, baby. Mm. <laughs> Just want to be a humble sweatshop owner. Just gonna take all can... million and use it to overthrow a South American government. Just for kicks. Just because I can, you know. Just because I can. Ah. Life. <laughs> okay. Thanks for coming on, John. Uh, Thank you for having me. Yeah. I like your multiple pictures of Arizona, I can assume, in the back oh, background. Only there. one of those is from Arizona. I think they're all the same photo, actually. Mm, you're you're colorblind, and all stupid. of Arizona looks the same. <laughs> a hell of a combination, <laughs> colorblind and stupid. Lost in the world. <laughs> Why do I even try? Um, okay, thanks for coming on. Uh, goodbye, guys. And I'll see you, or you will listen to us next time, I guess. Trash cat in the summertime. Time. Stay